Welcome to Is The World. A raw and a reverent look at the future, starting today. I'm Bruce McCabe, your global futurist. And I am PJ, his passenger. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> passenger. Yep, you can drive, mate. Well, you were a driver. You still PJ. are, like a racing car driver. PJ. I don't think people know that about you. No, we don't need to talk about that. No, let's. <laughs> You're going to ruin my green credentials in about three seconds. <laughs> Sorry, it was a past when we knew nothing. Formula Ford, wasn't it? Yeah, back in the day. Mate. Yeah. So, so you know how to go fast. So do you subscribe to the theory that um, all... BMW drivers are assholes. <laughs> I thought we were talking about cars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> let's, start, let's start this with a bang. Well. Well. Uh, <laughs> no, of course I don't. Of course you don't. <laughs> exactly. Neither do I. I have friends driving BMWs. So do I. I don't, by yeah. the way. Yeah, neither do I. And I don't subscribe to it either. But let's reframe the question. Okay. Do you subscribe to the theory that more than the average <laughs> BMW drivers are assholes? I, more often than average? I subscribe to the theory that brands have associations and values <laughs> that can attract certain types of people. I have... Oh, I love it. You are tiptoeing through this one. You are tiptoeing through this one. I have friends too that drive BMWs. And of course, you know, we're not talking about them. No. But I have other friends who really, like, big time. That's Every time we get in the car, all they talk about is BMW drivers. Is that right? Yeah, they throw in Porsche drivers and other luxury car drivers as well. Range yep. Rovers get a, a bad... You know, a bit of a caning. Oh, okay. And, and but BMWs floats to the top, mm. and they just go. They're all dickheads, right. or, or whatever, or you know, <laughs> or whatever their, their their word of the moment. Allegedly. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm talking about my friends, not me. Yeah. Hey, yeah. no, no. But okay. So let me let me phrase it a third way. Okay. When you're out on the road, yes, and someone cuts you off, right? Yes. Is it more often a luxury car? Than a non-luxury car. Um, <laughs> probably when you consider the percentage of cars. That's on what the road. I'm talking about. We're, we're science-based feature. <laughs> and they probably overrepresent themselves. I like that. Gosh, you are. That's I like the language today. <laughs> they probably overrepresent themselves. And you know, so this friend that hammers them, right? He just he just mouthed off when I was in his car one day. BMW driver. And since I have friends that have been mobile drivers, I leapt to their defence and I said, that's not fair. Yep. I know lots of people who are driving enthusiasts and some of them buy sportier cars ah, or, or you cars, go. you know, maybe sporty versions of BMW yep. or, or Porsches or whatever, yep. not because they're dickheads like you just said to me, yep. but because they really appreciate the machinery. That's right. right. I yeah. mean, and BMWs, they're enthusiasts. They're rear wheel drives, aren't it's, they? It's their hobby. Yep. They love this stuff. Yep. At they, which, do, they do drive beautifully. At, at which point my friend in the vehicle behind the wheel said to me, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. How, how yeah. does he know this? Yeah, exactly. And we had an argument. And he's an ex-retired, he's a retired professor. 
Not the same one that I, that I normally talk about, a different right. one. And he's saying, you're wrong, Bruce. <laughs> they are statistically <laughs> above average assholes. What? Yes. And I'm like, that's not fair. You can't say that. No. And he said, and this was his argument, which I, he made me think. He said, no, you've got to understand that the brand markets to a certain type of individual. Totally. And you're a marketing dude. It's been my world. And they market life. on the basis of exclusivity and entitlement. Yep. And other things. And that self-selects a certain percentage, a higher percentage of dickheads than average yeah. <laughs> into purchasing these vehicles. Yes. <laughs> Do you think that's reasonable? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Look, like, okay. okay, actually, <laughs> yes, that is true in terms of brands. I don't know about this brand and their customers. Here's, here's one I can give you in terms of that. <laughs> There's a large global bank. Yeah. And yeah. they yeah. profiled, if you like, this is sort of marketing 101. This is good. But you go into who's our persona, our target there persona. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Who? And, and so this is Can where- Can you name this bank? <laughs> I'm not going to name the bank. <laughs> but they are a large global bank. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's what you do in, in, in markets. First thing you do. Is you know understand your audience. Well, but sticks and spank. Come on, don't don't leave. Don't let me hanging. Oh, so sorry. Okay, targets, back, back to the bank. What high net worth? Well, they, it's they, you give that persona a name. This name yeah. is Mr. Lombard. Oh. Lots of money, but a real dickhead. Oh. <laughs> and they go after them because they want the lots of money. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. and they know that that's the personality that they're targeting. Oh wow! Yeah, either in reality or aspirationally. <laughs> Gordon Gecko. They want Gordon Gecko. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, they, they call him Mr. Lombard. Mr. And they call... Are you serious? They call him okay. Mr. Lombard So you're not too. joking now. You're no, saying, this is true. Oh, yeah, this is slightly DJ. case study material. <laughs> you need yeah. to talk about these more. Well, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> so I can what? almost guarantee that BMW and any other big brand has their own version of Mr. Lombard. Yes. So give it to me again, Lombard. Lots of money, but, but a... Real dickhead. A real, that the R is for real. Okay. Yeah. But a real dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> I don't think they tell their customer service uh, applicants that, but um, you're going to have to deal with them. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's absolutely true. So um, I'm sure BMW has yeah. something similar. And yeah, so accepting reasonable people who drive BMWs, like for yep. example, we, we know all of the audience of our podcasts would be reasonable because they're listening to our podcasts. So we know they're good people. So if they drive BMWs, they're doing for different reasons. This is my logic. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I like where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and all my friends who are listening, who happen to, if you happen to have BMW, you're, you're obviously not one of these. But otherwise, there is a process where the brand might self-select a higher proportion of assholes than another brand. There you go. And yeah. I think that's the thing. Yeah. It's not that every BMW driver is going to be an asshole, yeah. but it probably does have a higher proportion yeah. amongst its community than the general population. Like that old joke about lawyers, you could say, you know, it's a terrible shame that 99% of BMW drivers give the rest a bad name. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, oh, I... <laughs> My friends uh, must be part of the 1%. Then. Yeah, exactly. So am I. Yeah, quickly get that in. Okay, so it's funny, isn't it? Uh, because anyway. you know what? It, 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 there's probably more to it. Um, you know, it's a performance machine. It is. It is. Yeah. Rear-wheel drive, great oh. engines, beautiful oh. handling, 
you know, well, some gorgeous. Models. Those SUVs, I'm not so sure. But yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. Um, <laughs> they might be for status. You know, they look beautiful. Um, some do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> but but see, okay. So if we get into car brands, yep. just to dissect it a little bit more, um, let's 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 move to Porsche a little bit. Okay, so there's uh-huh. a lot of people think similar things about Porsche owners. There are definitely enthusiasts that own Porsches that I've met that have saved their every penny they have to own one because they just love driving and it's really important to them. And I yeah. get that. I, I love passionate people, no matter yep. what they're passionate about. Yeah, really good. Um, and then there are a whole lot of people that buy Porsches because they want to be able to say, "I have a Porsche." I yeah. guess so. Yeah, and then Porsche has segmented. You can correct me if I've got the the, the terminology wrong, but it seems to have segmented their market very well. Yep. And they've gone well. We've got to pre- keep producing nine elevens and whatever we want to call them nowadays. The nice, swoopy, fast rear-wheel drive, rear engine or mid-engine, lovely. Um, we'll get those out there. But we're also going to produce four-wheel drive SUV Porsches, which look like an abomination <laughs> because. There's a bunch oh. of Lombards who would like to give us cash for them to say they can own a Porsche. Don't you think that's true? Well, I have a particular very close friend with exactly one of those cars. <laughs> so I've led you into, on a thin ice, haven't I? If you want a high-performance SUV, though, okay. what else are you going to get? Theoretically. <laughs> well, Here, here's okay, one. So high-performance SUV, that's an oxymoron to me. Is it? Yeah, I find that appalling. That's because you race cars. <laughs> High-performance SUV, give me a break. Someone like me, though, I go, oh, really? That's clever. So you go, let's get a two-ton vehicle and just stick it the biggest engine <laughs> exactly, we can in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, give it as much torque as you Yeah, could. exactly. Um, here's another one, <laughs> Volvo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a brand that's moved. Like, it just shows. You remember back in the it day? It safety. It was just, yeah, it was, they yeah. were boxy and safe. Yeah. Safe. safe. And, and remember that was like old... Old men with hats drove them. Yes. Remember? They did. Yeah. They all had hats. And now we're old men with hats. We're not driving them. I don't wear a hat in the car. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, it's but bucket true. hats. Like not, not even like cool hats. They, yeah. They were men with, with big hats. But I would challenge you that Volvo has moved its brand positioning. Yes. And that that's not its brand anymore. But and someone told fact, me that I would brand. challenge that another German brand is more for old people now. Mercedes. Yeah. Really? Now, I know it has see, a wide it, range, huge but, range, so not across its whole range. But it must and be I just, right. My I last car was a... Mo- it must be right because yeah. you said it. I just said it. There when you, you go. When you said it, I, I did probably must- lead a little bit, but that's true. Mm-hmm. But my last car was one of those, and mm-hmm. it was a little hotted up version. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they've got a big, broad range, so therefore there's large numbers of segments that they're targeting. Yeah, that's right. But as a primary brand value, oh. you know, it stands for safety and 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 solid and reliable these are the sorts of attributes that young funky people don't necessarily go for so i mean this is this episode is a bit wicked so i'm not, I'm not wicked. holding back we're in but, all sorts but, but that's okay I mean, our, our, our listeners will forget i like my friends <laughs> but okay but volvo not to be too mean to them yeah but didn't it was explained to me once that the branding moved to uh not branding but the targeting moved to i can't afford a Mercedes, Ooh, therefore, I there buy a Volvo. Oh, this is getting is that, nasty. Is that, <laughs> is that bitchy? Well, I once had a C70 of those. Oh, too. no. Uh, so, that's probably true. 
think that's true. I think if someone came came along and gave me a, a 300 convertible, I would have taken that over the C7. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Personally, yeah. I think BMWs look fantastic. All right. You're yeah. trying to Even the way they're evolved. Okay. So, so all of this entire thing is, I had to tell you something, you know, because after my friend told me this, yep. I started doing my own personal, completely unscientific data collection and just noticing more. Yeah. Who cut me off and who didn't indicate, right? Who yep. never used their indicator? Yeah. And BMW drivers seem to rate quite, quite highly. <laughs> Before you do. <laughs> Here's a theory. Yeah. Are we jealous? No, I'm objective, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm scientific. Because that wasn't the only data I saw. I think I'm just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to. I refuse to I, accept. I, I, they they, they butt in front of me. I, They're driving too slow in the right hand or left hand and lane. And the first thing you see is the badge and, and you go, oh, and I go, oh, bloody hell, BMW driver. So but when, actually the other brain is the going... Gee, that's nice. I wish that was me. And when the Corolla driver cuts you off without indicating, you just go... Maybe oh. they're having a bad day. Oh, you, <laughs> that's what I think. Well, I do. I noticed them and I noticed Range Rovers in our part of the world seem oh. to be... A well, little there's bit a lot of rangies around here because of the rural side yeah. of things as well. Pseudo. Well, they don't... They're not rural, mate. They <laughs> Pseudo. Take the kids, they take Pseudo. the kids to school. <laughs> there's speed bumps and everything. <laughs> And then, and then the other one was the the whole category of Utes with you know the Aussie Ute. Oh, I love it with tr- tradies in a hurry, yeah. who tend Pro- tend to be murderous. Could be the, the worst drivers, probably because they're yeah. usually young males with a lot of testosterone. And they're, oh, they're, they were the glory and days. They're, and they they want to get to work for their building site or the electrician, whatever they're doing. But yeah. they're usually in the trades. Yeah, and. They're not taking prisoners. They're just they're just they're, they're, they're <laughs> they just drive over. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. those Utes, oh man, haven't they haven't they changed? But what about they're beautiful? Some of them. Well, some of them are, and then right. then we've got these oh, massive I'd ones. I'd love one of those. Which would car you, would you? No. What would you choose? PJ, it's Planet Killer. Oh, those big Dodge Rams. Guilt me out. I, no, okay, would not that like big. Not that. Twenty five liters. I'm thinking Hiluxes, <laughs> Nissan Navaras. Oh yeah, you know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking no. that level. Have you seen the massive Beautiful. ones? Out yeah, yeah, the huge. You've got the double yeah. tires at the back, and you know, yeah, how many, how many they're getting tons bigger. Can you put? Yeah, they're actually they're getting, getting bigger. bigger. That category's growing now. Some people are buying that for load capacity, but I reckon it's less than five percent. I reckon ninety-five percent are buying them for status. Yeah, that'd be me. And they're saying, "I've oh, got the biggest, meanest." Oh, the Rams and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No, true, true, true. So I think that category, but that's my personal data. It turns out there's some science. No. (laughs) And I came across this and it blew my mind. Someone has studied this. Of course. And it's a proper study. Really? University of California at Berkeley. A couple of researchers there. Over five years. Of all car brands? Yeah. In fact, they did a general study of wealth and entitlement and behavior, which transcended cars, but the one that gets quoted all the time is the cars. Because what they did was they looked at intersections and watched who didn't bother giving way to pedestrian <laughs> <laughs> and who ran stoplights. Oh my stop signs. Are you kidding? No. They got a sample. For and, over five years. And it correlated. So a big, almost a longitudinal study. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't know how big it was. I've got to check out how big it was. But it was five years, yeah, okay. and, and, and multifaceted. Right. 
and they surveyed people, asked them questions as well, and like and they came out in different directions, which is very powerful. Mm-hmm. But when it came to the vehicles, <laughs> the uh, the luxury status of the vehicle correlated with being inconsiderate. Yeah, it, there was a very close correlation with the behaviours. Oh, right. Yeah. And guess which brand was on top? <laughs> I don't want to. You know, you know the answer. <laughs> I don't want to you answer this question. BMW. Really? So it was all those jokes and everything. And, and my friend who I argued against, now there's data. He was saying right. He was right. That is terrible. <laughs> and, and in case anyone wants to look up, I got the name of this set of studies. And I'm going to put on the pod because it's called... Higher social class predicts increased unethical behavior. Okay, so it's a, it's a bunch of studies. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, that's, uh, yeah. The guy, the main, the main author, he's got a name you'll remember. Paul Piff. <laughs> P-I-F-F. Probably a terrific guy. Never met him. And there's a bunch of others. <laughs> But hopefully he's not piffed off. (laughs) But anyway, seven studies. Here we go. Naturalistic methods. Upper class individuals defined very much by, you know, the status and the the things you could measure. Right. uh, The vehicle stuff. More likely to break the law while driving relative to lower lower class individuals. Loaded word. Right, right. Um, With follow-up lab studies. Um, we actually tested the people and they're more likely, wealthier people, more likely to exhibit unethical decision making, take valued goods from others and lie in negotiations. Oh my God. And to cheat to increase their chances of winning a prize. So this idea of self-selecting. It goes well past the car brand. Yeah, but it does match. It does tally. Yeah. You're getting people who have the means, but also are attracted to the brand perhaps because... It kind of correlates with who they see themselves as. Do you know that is really critical? Two different things. I know. It brings out some big issues, doesn't it? Having the means, one thing. Mm -hmm. Identifying yourself as the person who has the means, different thing. That's true. Yep. Yeah, you've hit something on a nail head there. Yeah, we could do a study on that. And, And the other thing is they start trying to look into the sociology of it and they think, theoretically, they think it's because... Wealthy, these, these particular wealthy people, um, they're so much more independent. They don't need other people. They see right. themselves as not needing right. other people. Well, um, people need them. They're, yeah. they're used to a position of power. They're used to pushing people around. Yeah. And as you say, at low risk, what's the risk of turning someone off? And Nothing. There's another, there's another theory that if they run a stoplight, and smash their BMW, they can afford the repairs. They can afford it. That's the same with... That's the same with... Okay, great story. Just kill the pedestrian. Sue me. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I took a lady to a, a nice restaurant in a very nice suburb of Sydney oh, one Sunday on. afternoon. Stop with the anonymity, PJ. Oh, no. And... Anonymity. Uh, Anonymity. <laughs> I just added very a couple nice, of syllables. Very nice, very nice, uh, beautiful suburb. And, uh, of course, there was this incredible red Ferrari parked yeah. completely in a no-parking spot right outside the yeah, restaurant. exactly. Because the this... fine is a fixed value, too. This, there it is. It's going to be the same for that person as me. Yeah. But the relative nature of the fine, you know, is completely different between the they two. They don't us. care. Don't care. 
It's like that's how they park all the time. Yeah, because exactly. Give me the ticket. I don't care. Hundred and forty dollar ticket. Who cares? And Cheap I want parking. my Ferrari out the front of the restaurant where everyone can see it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so there's exactly. multiple reasons going on. Yeah. But yeah. it also correlates with the bigger picture of what's wrong with our society a little because we kind of tend to celebrate this instead of going, hang on, this is <laughs> this is shit. Oh right. no, I scratched the Ferrari. <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I actually am as pathetic as everyone else. I looked at it and gawked and went, wow, look at that beautiful machine. Yeah. I wonder who drives that. Jane always tells me, she goes, you know, if, if everyone, um, if you had a bunch of monkeys in a lab, right? And one of the monkeys snatched all the bananas from all the other monkeys for yeah. itself. It must right? happen though, doesn't and, it? And Does then, that happen? And then wouldn't give it. So any of the others, no matter yeah. what, wouldn't share no matter what, right? Yeah. You you'd would, shoot the you'd monkey. study that monkey oh, right. and go for psychopathy, right? You'd go, what's wrong with that monkey? Oh, yeah. But if humans do it, we put them on the cover of Forbes magazine. Oh, I think you've just answered anything we're ever going to ask in this podcast. <laughs> that is so true. Uh, Why is that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is so true. It's one of the things that's not good. It's, if we get back to our, 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 mean, our reason for doing this pod, um, that yeah. particular aspect of humanity yeah, is Yeah, we aspire is a bit almost. Shit. We almost aspire to be the psychopath. Yeah. Well, and somehow we, yeah, we adulate them. In some countries more than others. True. You know, we don't put them on quite as high a pedestal in Denmark as we do in the United States. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah. globalization's taking care of that a little bit <laughs> as we go forward. Wow. Because, you know, I was going to say earlier on, actually, is it just that we're jealous? Is it just that yeah, we wish no. that was us? No. Oh, no. I refuse to, to take that. I refuse to own that. Yeah. I don't think I, don't I am because I'm I don't really want to comfortable. And after doing this podcast, I will never have one, will I? No, no, you can't now. I'll never be able to afford it. No, no. But I think you do have to split the group. You know, there's people who are buying the image and the aspiration, and there's people who are buying the machinery. Yeah. You know. And there's people that are buying a 911, and there's people that are buying that SUV Porsche, which I want to vomit every time I see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's those. And I wonder, are we going to keep going this way? Is this only going to get worse? Ah, bigger question. Beyond the scope of this podcast. Well, but is the world fucked when it comes to how we buy cars and how we aspire to these things and put these people on the front, what did you say, on the front of Time magazine? Even though they're the ones taking all the bananas and not sharing. My answer is yes. This is one aspect which is really, really, it's wrong, man. We are twisted. Yeah. It's getting worse, isn't it? Concentration of wealth, blah, blah, blah. We've got to celebrate the givers more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The ones that share their bananas. Don't cut me off and share their bananas. I like it. I love it. Thanks, PJ. Thanks, mate. Oh, would you like a banana? (laughs) Yes, please.